Welcome, 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 welcome. We are the Senior Estate Concierge Show. And today I have a wonderful guest, Joel Berry. We're going to be talking about financial planning and his specialty is long-term care. So before we get into that, though, let's talk a little bit about the Senior Estate Concierge. What is it and how does it work? Hi, Joel. Good morning. Oh, you look great and you sound good too. I feel pretty good. Yes, that's good. So Joel, I understand that you are a member of the Senior Estate Concierge. Would you like to tell us a little bit about it? Uh, Sure. I I joined about uh, two years ago already. It's time flies. Um, And I should mention, I've I've been an agent in Houston for about 31 years, I've been in a number of networking groups. I've been in chambers, and I find that the Senior State Concierge, I think, is by far the best group that I've ever been associated with. I think part of the reason that I have uh, uh, much of my business is long-term care is because I'm a senior myself now. I was just 67, and I guess more and more of my clients are seniors, and I also see the need for it, and it's uh, so it's kind of a personal thing. But the, uh, uh, I find that many people, you know, don't understand insurance in general, but they, a lot of them do not understand long-term care unless they've actually had to take care of an elderly parent themselves. And in the case of senior estate concierge, basically everybody understands what long-term care is about. And it just makes my job a lot easier. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, we are expanding and we are looking for more quality senior service providers. Um, Some of the things that I know that we are looking for are people who really care, not people who want to come into a networking group, but people who care about seniors and care about giving referrals to people who can service the people that they are Uh, either working with or a family member. So I'm going to give you some examples of some really good things that we could do to provide services, okay? So I have some services. I'm just going to read some because there's so many. Uh, I'm just going to read some, but Joel, feel free to to pop in and tell me anything you'd like to about somebody you know in our group that already is doing this. So one of my favorites is aging in place. So you get to be able to stay home instead of going to say assisted living or a nursing home, you get to stay in place. So some of the places that are some of the service providers are home maintenance, uh, transportation. If you don't have transportation, you might have to go live somewhere else because Let's face it, you got to go to the doctor and what and go to the grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, in home companion care, non medical personal care, in home nursing, meal delivery, transportation, home renovations, accessibility, and mobility. So, we had uh, one of the members on not too long ago that he does mobility. So, you sit in a chair and it takes you upstairs, you know, it's all. <laughs> In case you live in a two-story house and you're a senior and you just can't do that anymore. I thought that was genius. Whoever invented that was good. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, medical and health. There's lots of different ways that you can refer us to people 
or if you're a service provider, we want to talk to you about this because we are expanding. Uh, medical equipment, uh, VA benefit specialist, mental health, hearing aids, wow, Medicare, visiting doctors, hospice, uh, the list goes on and on when it comes to medical. Legal, okay, you need an elder care attorney. Let's face it, there's mm -hmm. people out there that really need a lawyer when it comes to planning their future, right? Correct. Yes. Uh, real estate. If you have someone like Bill, our founder, who is a specialist in the real estate industry for seniors, he's certified in it, that really says a lot to a family member or somebody that wants that. A senior mm -hmm. understands a senior. Family law, uh, elder care, mediation services. There's a lot of legal help that we can give. Uh, moving. Let's talk about the moving, okay? When you go to pack up and move into an assisted living or, or downsize, that can be a big one right there, right? Correct. And so we have those people who can come in and pack you up and help you um, narrow things down, you know, like mm -hmm. donate things. <laughs> yeah. uh, the only person I, I know off the top of my head that I, I've been trying to encouraged to join uh does auctions and he was telling me that many oh, of the auctions yes. he does are uh, you know people who are in transition and they have a house full of stuff that, that they need to sell yes and, uh, unfortunately he's has to travel a lot to do auctions and it it's, would be hard for him to make meetings but i'm still talking to him and seeing if he could get another representative to to, to come that is a good idea, Joel. And, and one of the things that I like about our group is because of COVID, we have, we have now hybrid meetings. So you can be on Zoom. So if he's traveling, uh, he could actually come into the meetings via Zoom and be with us, even though he can't make that particular meeting. We do meet twice a month. Once a month, you have your group that you go to that is in your area. Like Joel, you're in the central area, right? Correct. Of Houston. Right. And that's your territory. Right. So you have a meeting specifically for your people, right? right. For your right. service providers. Yes. And then we have a group meeting for everybody, which I think is awesome. All the places in Houston all come together and meet each other and refer business. It's, it's wonderful. I love mm -hmm. it. Now the last, uh, the last one that we'll talk about is yours and that's financial planning. So we're going to be talking about estate planning and funeral services, long-term health, long-term long-term care insurance, life insurance, mortgages, and Medicare. Of course, uh, we have to talk about Medicare. Financial planning is so important, and uh, I think a lot of people are afraid to talk about it. So, Joel, let's dive right in to exactly what it is that you're doing to help seniors. Okay. Well, you know, when I got into this business years ago, I, I didn't really think I would find insurance interesting, but, uh, but sometimes it actually is. And, and I wanted to talk a little bit about the a, a brief history of long-term care, because I, I think it's very relevant to what's, what's going on today, uh, because it's a relatively new product. It was created about 35, 40 years ago, and it was a completely new type of insurance. Uh, and there's basically two reasons that insurance companies came up with the idea. Uh, in a relatively short period of time, the, the demographics of this country changed dramatically. And by that, uh, number one, people were living a lot longer. 
I mean, I, I was just 67. When I was born, life expectancy for men uh, was 67 and a half. Today, it's almost 80. And if you take care of yourself and don't smoke, you can easily live well beyond that. Obviously, the longer a person lives, the, the more likely it is that they're going to need care. Uh, the other thing is that people were not having lots of children like previous generations. Uh, it used to be uh, couples would have 6, 10, 14 children. And if you got old, couldn't take care of yourself, you just move in with your children who would welcome you with open arms. And uh, you just don't see that too much anymore. I mean, when I was growing up in New Orleans, when I was a little kid, I had three neighbors. All three of them uh, had elderly parents living with them and uh, had family members who were living with their children. So uh, basically, that is why long-term care was created. Uh, now, when the actuaries of the insurance companies were designing these policies, they were hoping that they could design a plan that would have a, a level premium indefinitely, but they knew that they were dealing with a lot of unknowns. And by unknowns, I mean, that they didn't know what the future cost of healthcare would be. They didn't know what future interest rates would be. They didn't know how many people would hold on to their policies and how many would let them lapse. And those are three very important criteria. And, um, uh, and as it turned out, they, they underestimated everything. And as a consequence, uh, you know, insurance companies knew that they could not guarantee the premiums and they have had to increase them uh, dramatically in some cases. And if there's anyone listening to this who's been paying on a long-term care policy for 20 years or so, you, you know exactly you know what I'm talking about. So that's the bad news. The good news is that insurance companies have come out with new and improved uh, uh, version, generations of products and uh, th that work out much better. There's basically three types of plans that, that I show people. Uh, the first one is referred to as a hybrid. It's very simple. It's uh, just a life insurance policy with a rider on it. It's called a chronic illness rider. I don't know why they don't just call it a long-term care rider because that's really what it is. Uh, you qualify for this rider the same way that you would qualify for a long-term care policy. In other words, you would have to be unable to perform two out of six activities of daily living, such as being able to feed yourself, bathe yourself, dress yourself, transfer, which means getting out of bed, getting around the house, being able to go to the bathroom by yourself, and, uh, and cognitive impairments such as Alzheimer's or dementia. In fact, cognitive impairment alone will qualify someone. So in, in this case, uh, let, let's just say that, for example, someone has a $300,000 life insurance policy with the chronic illness rider. They, God forbid, have a stroke. They qualify for benefits. There is a 90-day waiting period. So after those 90 days, uh, they would start getting a check for right around 11000 a month. And each month that they get that check, it would reduce the life insurance by that amount. So in other words, once they've received, in this example, once they've received 300000 in benefits, the policy would be over. Now, every plan I'm going to talk about has its pros and cons. One big advantage of this product is that you can spend that money any way you want. If you want to pay a friend or a next-door neighbor to come and help you out, you can. It does not have to be a licensed home health care provider. Uh, if you want to use it to build a wheelchair ramp, you can. If you want to use it to go to Disneyland, you can. It's, <laughs> your, it's your money. There you go. Um, 
And uh, another nice feature is that just in case you do not ever go on claim and then you die suddenly one day, then the life insurance, in this case, 300000 goes to someone you love. So one way or another, somebody is going to benefit from this product. And, uh, and let's see. And, and the other plan that I sell is, is referred to as a reimbursement plan, which is basically uh, designed like the original policies from 35 years ago. Uh, the difference is that the company that I use has a, uh, I mean, it, it's based on current assumptions. It's based on reality. They've had over 30 years of experience, so they know what to expect uh, as, as far as premiums and such. And so even though the premium is not guaranteed in this product, uh, from what I've been told, hopefully if there are any rate increases, they will be reasonable and, and affordable. Um, now, this product does not have a life insurance component, so um, there is the possibility that you could pay premiums for many years, and then um, if you die, then, then it's over. There's no benefit. Uh, that's referred to as use it or lose it, and uh, some people <laughs> don't care, and some do. I mean, it's the same thing as when you get auto insurance if you don't ever have a claim. Technically, you can say, well, you spent that money for nothing. And, and some people feel the same way about long-term care. They just don't like the idea of paying and not getting a benefit. But uh, that's, you know, that's the way this, this product works. Um, I, I want to ask you something. So auto insurance is forced upon us. Mm -hmm. Long-term care insurance is not. Correct. What's the consequence of not taking long-term care insurance? Well, for, for one thing, it's an enormous burden on the people you love, namely the children. I've been to a number of seminars, and that's the first thing they talk about is the impact on the kids, on the family. Uh, I personally have a friend who thought she was going to be inheriting a million dollars, and both of her parents needed care, and now she gets nothing. Uh if you do not have assets, you know, you could always uh, resort to Medicaid. But for, uh, I've never been to a Medicaid facility, but from what I understand, they're not very pleasant. You don't have much of a choice. And it's, it's basically just a warehouse and uh, for people in old age. And it's just not a nice place. So that yeah. is, that's pretty much, you know, your options. Hope some people... You know, if they do have children, I do know a few people who take care of their parents, but uh, those are kind of few and far between. Yes, I agree with that. So, Joel, what is it like for someone to reach out to you and work with you as uh, an insurance agent? What's uh, what's the procedure and how does it how does it work out, uh, especially with uh, people dealing with COVID or um, some health issues? Are you online? Do you um, work on Zoom? Do you meet people in person? How does it work? I, I prefer meeting people in person. Uh, and of course, I ask them underwriting questions. There's some people that, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people don't think about this until it's too late and then they're uninsurable. So, you know, I just ask them questions. Uh, you know, I find that almost everyone who has an interest in long-term care is interested because they've actually had to take care of their parents themselves. Uh, 
and they understand what it's about and they don't want to be a burden to their children like their parent was to them. And uh, I just get some idea of what their budget is. Uh, some people already have long-term care policies with a company that has had such huge rate increases, they're, they, they want to get out and find another company. And sometimes that's possible, sometimes it's just not. Okay. So would someone call you um, to schedule an appointment with you? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to put your information down below. Not only are, is it on the ticker down below, you can see all of Joel's, the ways that you can reach Joel, but also down below the video. Now we are live on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube, and we're here every single week. No, every other week, sorry. The second and fourth uh, Tuesday of every month, we're here talking about the future of senior care and the resources that we have for the seniors and their families. And so I want you to be able to reach out to Joel. He has a phone number, which is 281-650-7825. And he's available to talk to you about your family members, your, your neighbors, yourself, about long-term care insurance. Now, Joel, is there anything else that you can offer people besides long-term care insurance? Yes, but I would like to talk about this third product because I really think it is the best long-term care uh, product that's available right now. Oh, okay. Let's hear uh, it. Um, it is, it's with the company. You saved the best for last. That's right. Exactly. Uh, for one thing, this, this product, it can cover one person or two. The premium is guaranteed. You don't ever have to worry about it going up. It does have a life insurance component to it. So if, you, if the insureds don't ever go on claim, the life insurance goes to the, uh, the beneficiary. Uh, it has a, a lifetime benefit, which can be extremely important uh, in the event the insured has uh, a long-term uh, disability, uh, like Alzheimer's or dementia. From what I've been told, the average length of care for Alzheimer's is like eight years. So that, that's very important. And there is also a cash value in this product. So just in case for some reason someone wants to uh, cancel it, they can get some money back. And uh, and so as, as far as other products, I do have something uh, that's called a short-term home health care insurance plan. Unfortunately, a lot of people I talk to either cannot afford or qualify for a more comprehensive product. And this short-term home health care plan, although it is limited, it, it beats a heck out of nothing. It's extremely easy to qualify for, and it's also extremely affordable. Uh, for example, someone 65 to 70, it's only $53 and change a month. For someone uh, 71 to 75, it's 75.50 a month. For someone 76 to 80, it's 109.84 a month. And very simply, this only provides coverage for someone uh, getting care at home. It pays a maximum of 450 per day for certain services for a maximum of 360 days. So, and there's, there's other details I don't have time to go into, but it is, uh, I, I like this product because like I said, it's, there's so many people I talk to who have nothing. So what would that be good for us? Uh, you said someone at home. So like maybe if you're coming out of the hospital or give us an example of somebody that would use that product. Well, uh, 
Well, very briefly, if, if someone needs nursing care at home, it'll pay up to $200 uh, dollars a day for that. If someone needs physical therapy, speech therapy, uh, uh, different types of therapy, it pays up to 200 a day for that. If they need uh, uh, custodial type care, now it only pays 120 a day for that for up to 60 days. Uh, so it is, it, it is very specific in what it will pay for, but, uh, but even still, that's what a lot of people need. I look, you know, when I think of my grandfather who had a stroke, he was, he would have used all that. So, uh, so I try to have all my bases covered. Joel, can you give us a clue on what is, what's really happening to people? What are they needing this insurance for the most? Well, it's when they can't take care of themselves. Uh, like I said, you, you qualify when you are unable to feed, bathe yourself, dress yourself, get out of bed, go to the bathroom by yourself. And, uh, and like I said, very often when something happens, it's, it happens suddenly. It could be a stroke, it could be a bad fall. And, uh, and there's just a, a huge number of issues that arise, which is one reason I think senior state concierge is just such a wonderful idea. Basically, any issue that someone has to deal with, we have someone in our group who can take care of them. I agree with you. I'm, uh, I'm in love with the senior estate concierge. The concept has, uh, I've never heard of it before. Uh, I have been in the senior industry for many, many, many years. And each thing that I was involved in, whether it was a volunteer or I worked for the company, was very specific. It had one thing and they didn't refer anybody to anybody. You know, you might be able to ask a nurse or something, you know, do you know of a somebody who could deliver food or or, you know, somebody that could cut my toenails? I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't set up the way the senior state concierge is. If you have a problem, if you have a family member, a neighbor, a somebody that needs care, we're a one-stop shop. We can refer you to people who have been checked, okay? Not only do they go through a background check, but it's peers. Peers are looking at, if, if there's any anybody that's complaining, we know about it right away, right, Joel? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, there's just not, there's nothing like this out there. And uh, I'm very, very thrilled. And, and to be able to offer this as a service is something that I feel really good about. So I can understand why you feel good about belonging to this group as well, Joel. Yeah. Uh, what do you see for our future going forward in the um, insurance agencies or, uh, or, any, anything that has to do with seniors? Oh, gosh. I know. I, big question, right? I mean, from, from everything I've heard and read, you know, we're looking at a tidal wave of, uh, of seniors. I mean, living to be 100 is no big deal anymore. And uh, there's going to be a, a huge need for more elder care in the future, for sure. Exactly how much, I don't know. Uh, and the cost is, unfortunately... Uh, the backbreaker for a lot of people. And that's one thing I, I forgot to mention. I thought I would just throw a few numbers out there. Sure, please. Uh, 
these are national median costs. This is kind of an average cost. I know the cost of care up north is, is a lot more than in Texas, but the, this is just a, an average. But for a home health aid, and I assume this is, you know, 24-7, you'd be looking at about 4600 a month. Uh, the cost of assisted living facilities about 4300 a month. A nursing home is more. According to this, a semi-private room would be 7756 a month, a private room 8821 And I know it's uh, there's quite a few places that are less than that in Houston, but nevertheless, it's, uh, you know, it's, it, you can go through a lifetime of savings real quick. Very quick. You know, paying that. I agree. I agree. Um, if someone wants to reach out to you, Joel, and talk to you about long-term care insurance, how much time should they allot? 10 minutes. Oh, really? I, I mean, well, if we're going to talk just on the phone, just to get basic information, and then I would get proposals and visit with them again and, and go over the, the figures and see what's most appropriate. Because like I said, I work with several different companies so I can shop around and, uh, and, and give people the best product at the best price for what, whatever they can afford. And sometimes people just can't afford the very best, but uh, something you know beats a heck out of nothing. And a lot of people just do the best they can with what they've got. Yes, yes. Well, I wanna give a big shout out to our founder, Bill Graff. He is a real estate specialist and he specializes in seniors. So I want to commend him for having the thought to create something like this group, the Senior Estate Concierge Group, because we can bring people like Joel to you. And, uh, and not only do we get to meet you, Joel, but the people that you refer to a senior, because let's face it, if somebody comes to you and they say, you know, I really need some long-term care insurance, I don't want to have what happened to my mom and dad happen to me, um, you, they're going to tell you more about themselves than you maybe want to know. And so you're able to then refer um, our other group members. And I think that's wonderful. So thank you, Bill, for, for uh, having the uh, ability to create something like this group. He, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Did you hear that, Bill? You're brilliant. So thank you. And thank you uh, for joining us today, Joel. It was very um, enlightening. I, I know that our culture stays away from talking about insurance, stays away from talking about death and uh, talking about, you know, what happens to us as we age. So thank you for making it comfortable. And uh, I'm going to put your phone number down below again so that people can reach out to you. Do you have any last words before we leave today? No, this is my first time doing this and it was, it was very, very enjoyable. Appreciate it. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. See, you don't need to be afraid of the camera. <laughs> All right, everybody. I want to encourage you to check us out. We're at the seniorestateconcierge.com and reach out to us to talk to us about anything that you want to talk about when it comes to seniors. Thanks again. Bye for now. Bye-bye.